I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hey, boys and girls. Welcome to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. This week is the second week in a four-week series featuring local bartenders. We're bringing together groups of people in the industry to talk about subjects important to them and the business right now. Today, we have a new group of bartenders. We're welcoming Nicole Gilbert, Rebecca Schaff, and Naomi Roquet, bartenders from the Scottish Arms and Reed's American Table. Since this was such a long conversation between these ladies, I have split it into two parts. You can catch the second part of this conversation on Friday, October 12th. Please enjoy this roundtable format with Nicole, Becca, and Naomi. Nicole and Becca, I'm glad you finally get to meet each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nice to meet you. You too. I have the same shirt. Oh. Believe it or not, Naomi would never guess that. Target. <laughs> but I do. I totally I have it. It's the one Star, Star Wars thing I own. <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker for muscle tank tops just because I have broad shoulders. So any regular t-shirts, the sleeves like cut like the seams are always yeah. and then yeah. it's the armpit yeah. thing and I hate it a lot so any chance I can get to not wear sleeves is my fave and yeah it's good stuff should we should we mention where we all work or yeah I feel like that's reasonable yeah so uh, I'm Naomi Roquet I am the bar manager at Reed's American Table been there for officially a year now Totally transformed that bar program, too, according to not just our opinions, but, like, pretty much yeah. all the publications around and about. So. Yeah. It's been fun. Uh, I'm Becca Schaff. I'm a runner-up bar servant at Reed's. <laughs> I work for Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah. And I'm Nicole Gilbert. I am bartender at Scottish Arms. Uh, been there for just over four years now. Uh, nice. And incidentally, Naomi also used to work at the Scottish mm-hmm. Arms. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's kind of hard these days to find somebody who hasn't worked at the same restaurant as you or bar as you for at least like a minute. Right. I feel like <laughs> bartenders get traded around like uh, like baseball cards yeah. these days. Everybody's just like, so where are you at again? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, you haven't been there for months? I had no idea. Oh my yeah. gosh. I feel like that happens all the time. In fact, that's one of my one of my first questions when I see somebody that I haven't seen in a while who I know bartends. It's always like, so where are you at now? And it's always surprising when they're at the same place as the last time I saw them. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's very incestuous, too. Just like mm-hmm. everyone. Like, I'll meet someone and they'll be like, I don't know who they are. But, but then next thing I know, it's like, we know like so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's almost shocking when you haven't met somebody before, and then you get you have the conversation of like, how is it that we don't know each other? Like, I have no idea how we haven't met before because you find out that 
It's like when you go on Facebook and it's like, this, you and this person have 47,000 mutual friends. <laughs> and you're like, how did I not know you? How have I never... And then you realize at some point later on down the road that like, oh, that one time when we were at that one bar, you were like four seats down from me and we both like <laughs> start up this dumb conversation. Like you... I don't know. Oh, yeah. That always seems to happen to me. Yeah. Well, Beck and I should have met like when we were in high school. Years ago, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. St. Louis. <laughs> you, you tiny baby postage stamp of a town. It's funny. It happens to me a lot too, although for different reasons because I'm new to the industry, relatively so. So people are like, "How do I know you?" Mm-hmm. And you know, the guy I'm dating and the friends I have, I just yeah. am super enthusiastic about food and drinks. So I'm around mm-hmm. everywhere, and now I have like a place to say like, "Oh yeah." Oh, I'm over here. I'm over here. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I I think that's interesting, too. I think having a place to be that's recognizable is really important. Like, Mm -hmm. regulars, I I don't know. Like, I was having this conversation with someone the other day about how great it is to be able to tell somebody, like, oh, yeah, come see me at blah. I work on these days, set Mm -hmm. schedule days. Like, I feel like the further... Like, the longer you spend in the industry, the more you value having a set schedule and then, like, being able to tell the people that come in. Mm-hmm. And maybe they yeah. only come in and have two beers with you, you know, twice a week, but that, like, two bucks they throw you, like, mm-hmm. adds up and then it's, like, you collect those people and then you never want to lose them mm-hmm. because yeah. they're wonderful because they're the people that are paying your bills, not necessarily the person <laughs> right. who comes in once a year and drops, like, a $20 tip on you. Right. Yeah. It's, it's those, like, people, the little increments, like... And I, the lawyers at the Scottish Arms. Yeah. Um, oh man, they've been going there for ever. Like they're, uh, it's just a collection of uh, some older gentlemen. Uh, only, so only two of them are technically lawyers. So Bob and 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 uh, Jim, and then Keith. He teaches at. Uh, um, no. Teaches at one of the. Uh, I think it's Washu. I can't remember, but Washu or Slu, but they come in like. Every single day, they get the same thing. They tip the same amount, but those things add up for everybody. Yeah. And it's really nice. And, like, not saying that those guys in particular would ever leave, but there are people that you see that if you go somewhere else, you can be like, oh, I'm over here now, mm-hmm. and they'll follow you. Right. It's kind of nice. It's amazing that, like, a bartender has that much pull and clout, you know, to pull people away from their, like, normal place that they go just oh, to yeah. come <laughs> see you. Mm-hmm. It's a good feeling. Oh, yeah, and I've had people come into Reeds and first-timers or whatever, and they're like, oh, man, like, we need to come back. Like, not just for the drinks, but also for, like, the food and the atmosphere and everything. Beck and I have been killing the music. Girl. Mm-hmm. She- Chef even mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you've, like, made good choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Yeah, that, that always kills me, because, like, I always get compliments when I change the music to something awesome for the day. Like, I've got a rotation of awesome Pandora stations, and then Mike always comes up. Mike, general manager at Scottish Arms, also boyfriend. So it's doubly annoying <laughs> because, because I want to snap back at him when he's like, change the music. And I'm like, I want to get sassy with him because, you know, you, you can disrespect the people you love the most. But he's, also, <laughs> he's my boss, so I can't do that. And, um, and But it's, you know, so our owner at the Arms really doesn't like the 80s very much, which... Fine, you know, everybody's got their own things, so we, you know, we're really not supposed to have 80s on, but I always find that people love it the most when I have, like, Mm -hmm. very particular stations on. It makes people happy, they want to drink more. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 90s is our thing. I was gonna say, what what is your, what's your, like, what what is the playlist du jour at Reed's right now? 90s, pop, 
alternative everything the teenage angsty Becca used to listen to. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. The first night we did it, it was hilarious. Like, we were busy. It was a Saturday or something. And all of a sudden, like, we're singing along and... In harmony. In harmony and stuff like that. Because we both, you know, did music. And mm-hmm. she still does music. Mm-hmm. She teaches music also. And, like... And then also you look around and, like, someone at the bar singing, someone in the window singing. Someone's, mm-hmm. like, crying into their gin and tonic. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many feelings. <laughs> People would stop on their way out. I'm like, great drinks, but, man, the music was awesome. I loved listening to you guys sing. And I was like, oh, ooh. <laughs> they can hear us all the way over there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, lately at the Arms, it, and I've gotten, I Monday I had two separate tables stop. Devin, who uh, is my server on uh, Mondays, because it's just him and me with the whole restaurant, and uh, they've two separate people stopped uh, him to tell them that they like my station. It happened to be uh, Buzzcocks Radio, which is surprisingly tame. Which it's yeah. like all awesome, like like late seventies Brit punk. So it's not like super aggressive, but uh-huh. occasionally you'll get like. Um, you know, you'll get, like, California Uber Alice that comes on or, you know, whatever, and, like, a bunch of dead Kennedys. And uh, you'll notice, like, you'll see the old, like, old school punks that are, like, all grown up and they, you know, they, they have kids now and, like, like they, their kids are in college or they've grown yeah. up, you know, they're grown up <laughs> kids and they're, like, bobbing their heads very slightly and you can tell they're, like, feeling those old anarchy days. <laughs> and this, like, couple pushing a stroller stop and they're, like... This station, by the way. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it was super good. Oh, that's funny. So, how long have you been in the industry, Nicole? Uh, my first serving job, I think, was when I was like 17. So, I guess 11 years total. Like, yeah. I just started serving at like a dumb little cafe. I shouldn't say dumb little cafe. That makes sense. That's... Quaint. Quaint. It was it was an interesting concept. It was the first ever um, wine automatic wine tasting bar in Missouri. Um, so it was they have they have some in Colorado and a couple other states. We don't have one in in Missouri anymore, I don't think, because this place actually closed. But it was uh, you loaded money on a card mm-hmm. and there were like, you know, forty wines or something and you could buy a one ounce, three ounce or five ounce pour. So, and really all I did was I helped people load up the things, explain how the, how the cards worked and how the, the pours worked. And you basically swiped your card, pressed the button Ooh. that you wanted, and it would automatically dispense oh, that's that crazy. That's crazy. Really it's like insane. the world of Coca-Cola. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. And while I loved the concept because mm. we had a bottle of Hess or something like that that was like ridiculously expensive. It was like $250 bottle if you wanted to buy the pour, but, uh, wanted to buy the whole bottle, but... For $11, you could t- try one ounce, nice. and for however much, three ounces, and if you really liked it, you could pay the, the much larger price for the for the full glass, and it was a great way for people to try things, and mm-hmm. the way the machine was set up, nothing was supposed to oxidize very quickly, and it was oh, like nice. perfect cellar temp, perfect white wine temps, and, mm-hmm. um, and so all I really did was I did like cheese planks for tables and stuff, and I would serve them, and um, I guess that was when I realized that I did have a knack for it because we were supposed to split tips and I was supposed to refuse any personal tips but I had people like forcibly shoving money in my hand like no no one else has helped us here like you like take this this is yours we won't tell anybody so that was really nice and then went from there but how long have you been in the industry uh well I had a stint before I like fully went in um for a Minnesota-based 
restaurant where I was just the hostess. I'm sorry. I was the head hostess. Ooh, girl. I even controlled my boss. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I yelled at him. I, one time I was like, I was like, dick, closet, now. <laughs> <laughs> so I could yell at him because he messed something up. Because we didn't take, uh, we didn't do reservations. So it was just by walk-ins. And, you know, when you're full and you have a table, a group that's waiting for a booth. Mm-hmm. And so they're waiting longer and then you see someone else and they're like, oh, we don't want this table. We want the booth. And you put them in the booth and then now those booth people have to sit at a table. Yeah. I, yeah. I was so, I lost my, I got my goddamn mind. But, um, but no, I did that for about like a year or so and then uh, went back into retail. But I started at Scottish Arms, like it was like a little bit over eight years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, and then been bartending for five. So. Yeah, I think I've been bartending about about five years. No. Yeah, five, five and a half. Yeah. In there. Yeah. And then your turn. A year and a half or so. But again, I've had many serving jobs and um, restaurant type situations before. And I just obsessively followed my friends around for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right way to do it. One of them was sitting next to me. No. <laughs> I won't start waxing royal on how much I love Naomi. <laughs> oh, we could spend the entire session just talking about that. No, <laughs> that's it's okay. It's okay. I love you guys. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so so I'm curious, like I know like Becca, you've been like behind the bar, like doing stuff for a little over a year now. You've been doing about the same as me. Mm-hmm. Like as females, like how does that feel? Like you know, like you're newer mm-hmm. um, to the game, so you're now just trying to just learn and mm-hmm. you know become good at it. Um, I've been doing it for a while, and you know, went from uh, learning to now I run my own program. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you help out a lot. Like it's not you're not the bar manager, but you do have a lot of influence, right? I mean, I would love to think so. Yeah, <laughs> and this this may be something. This is kind of an interesting thing to touch on. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pick my words carefully here, so I don't unintentionally offend anybody who might potentially listen to this. <laughs> um, so sometimes I feel like, and I think this is true across the board, as a woman in the industry, um, especially in a position where like your opinion matters a lot because. Well, I don't think servers should be discounted by any means, uh, servers' knowledge. Uh, people kind of expect the bartenders to know more. Like, you're mm-hmm. put into a position yeah. of direct, like, literally the alcohol, you touch every drop of alcohol that goes out of the bar to the tables or mm-hmm. to your customers directly. So, all the bartenders' opinions should be valued in theory. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes, and this is not the first time I've experienced this, it won't be the last time I've experienced this, I've experienced it in plenty of other places, I've talked to other women who've experienced this. Um, the point of that disclaimer is to not, like, make sure that I'm not offending anybody because this is not a new problem. It's not, not exclusive to anywhere that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you will make a suggestion and someone will kind of go, yeah, sure. And not really listen. You can tell they're not really listening. And then about eight months down the road, that idea comes up again but somehow not as your own and somehow everyone is like that was a great idea we should totally do that or bring that liquor on or put that on the menu and you're just sitting there like I mentioned that 
almost a year ago. That was my idea. <laughs> and just, and yeah, you just get angry. And but yeah. you, you feel like you can't say anything because at that point you ultimately got what you wanted. What's the point? You don't really necessarily need the credit. Yeah. Um, so yes, I would like to think I have influence whether or not it happens in a timely fashion or it comes out as my idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, ultimately things get done and that's, that's awesome. I do feel like my opinion is respected, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of places where I think it is not. Um, I'm sure it's nice having the luxury of running your own program, but you also do have to go through, you know, bosses and powers that be that, um, I'm sure you, I'm sure there are moments where you butt heads with people over something you want or are not allowed to have or, uh, need to be paid for or whatever. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Um, Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Clink, clink, clink. Clinking noises. Um, yeah, no, it's funny, like, when I first started, like, I was lucky because they did like me, like, when I first started bartending. And I, you know, I was the newest, I was the, I mean, I was a baby to bartending. And some of the other bartenders had been bartending for a really long time, but they saw my motivation and they saw my creativity. And uh, I basically was able to do whatever I want. I didn't order anything, but I could do whatever I want behind the bar. Mm-hmm. And, and for a while, basically ran the bar because we didn't have a bar manager. Um, but I do, like, I don't know, someone had brought this up to me, uh, several years ago about how it's not fair that women don't get the same respect as men behind the bar. And at first yeah. I was like, what are you, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. I do what I want. I don't care. Right. And then I started talking to other females and stuff and then started noticing more and I was like, oh, this actually is an issue. Yeah. And it, like, slowly more and more, like, even to this day, like, it's even more intense in in my, like, soul to, like, grab all the women and be like, dude, just put yourself out there. Fuck everyone else. Like, it doesn't matter. We are equals. And it's great to see that there's more women in power, like... Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like Alicia being, you know, a very strong Absolutely. Uh, woman in the wine industry and stuff like that. Um, you know, she gets a lot of recognition for it, which is amazing. Uh, two other girls I wanted to be here today, three other girls that I wanted to be here today couldn't come, but they are all, man, they all run bar programs for, for a group mm-hmm. of restaurants and, you know, it's like, it's great to see, but at the same time, it's like, it's great to see that. But there's still not enough recognition when it comes to social media. And unfortunately, social media is what pays the bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see men all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And occasionally there's a woman thrown in there <laughs> here and there, whatever. But like... For diversity. Right. Yeah. Look how diverse we are. Look yeah. at all the women we have on our staff. But then you see the same, you know, same guys over and over and over again on the cover of magazines or in articles or you know top bartenders of the year or whatever it is like you know occasionally there's a girl thrown in there um and sometimes I vote for the girl out of spite even though I I actually love all those guys (laughs) (laughs) 
and just because I'm like, no, a woman needs to win. Yeah. Like, um, but I, I feel, I don't know. It's interesting because even behind the bar, like influence to your guests, like guys, a lot of times think I don't know about whiskey or something. Oh. My favorite, my favorite is what bourbons do you have? I'm like, well, the bourbons we have is this. And then we also have these ryes and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I don't want to know what whiskeys you have. I want to know what bourbons you have. Oh. I'm like, um, excuse me? <laughs> um, <laughs> bourbon is a whiskey. They're like, no, there's bourbons and there's whiskeys. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, man. oh my God. I've got right, time for 101. so many very, I have to like breathe and like calm myself down and then school their fucking asses. Yep. <laughs> Be like, I no. did that. I did that when yeah. you weren't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I trained you so well. Yeah, that's Sons of Aaron. They're like, oh, this is like a whiskey. I'm like, just trust me. You yeah. think you know so much about this stuff? Check this out. And this guy stood up and like smacked the bar and was like, I can't believe it. This is like amazing. I'm like, I know. That's why Mr. Smarty Pants talking here about old granddad and it's, you know, complexities. Come yeah. on. Give me a break. Oh, yeah. Now, I even like when I worked at Libertine with Ben Bauer, like Ben was great. Um, like he always let me just kind of do things. Um, and trusted me behind the bar, but like, especially when it first started, like it was me and him behind the bar and I, we're busy and there's guests at the bar. I'm like, Hey, can I grab you a drink? I'm like, Oh no, we're going to wait for Ben. Mm-hmm. He's going to make our drinks. I'm like, well, I guess I'm just a glorified, uh, glass polisher right now. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, I mean, I eventually got a following there, um, and had the guests like trust me and like come for me. But it just, or, like, you know, there, there were times when I was back behind that bar by myself. And they were like, oh, uh, can you grab the bartender for me? I'm like, I'm the only one here. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'm your bartender. What can I get for you? Uh, I don't, what? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. I will say this, though. I'm really excited because I got a phone call from this lady from Sauce Magazine. And I loved what she said. So she runs the, uh, it's a full page, like, feature um, that's sponsored by Ford Hotel and Restaurant Supplies. Oh, nice. And she's like, yeah, I want to switch it up next month because next month is their drinking guide, mm-hmm. whatever issue. And uh, Sweet. Yeah. And uh, she was like, you know, I want to switch it up and do bartender of the month instead of chef of the month. Nice. And she's like, you know, but it always, I feel like I'm always writing about guys and I really wanted to write by a female. And I was like, yes, yes. So I'm going to be featured in that, which is awesome. I'm really excited about it. But I loved that, like, she realizes it. You know, she's a female, but like, yeah, it's, you know, I know there's, she probably has other influences behind her telling her who to feature and stuff like that. And allowing her to do that as well. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. agreeing with her when she says it's a good idea. Yeah. And so, like, it's awesome. I'm like, yeah, like, I want to see more of that. Not mm-hmm. that we have to take over, you know, and no. not that those guys are, you know, I'm not, it's not saying, like, we are better than them. But no, and that's, it's never been about that. Like, why do people seem to think that, like, women's equality means that we're trying to get a leg up? It's not that. We just want to be seen as 
people who know things. Yeah. Right. Like, just don't, don't question my intelligence. Right. Don't question my, and th- this is my own personal soapbox, don't question whether or not I'm, I know what I'm talking about when I'm standing in front of 150 different single malts and I tell you, hey, I'm faster than that list. I've tried everything behind this bar. Whiskey is my specialty. And then somebody wants to argue semantics about, like you said earlier, bourbon versus whiskey. Like, no, whiskey's the title. Bourbon is a subheader. Scotch is a sub subheader. Like, this is... And then having to tell people... And then always dealing with the people that are like, but isn't it that... They, they ask that... They ask those questions that you know... That you can tell mm-hmm. they know the answers to and they're trying to trip you up. I've called men out for, for uh, trying to gatekeep me before, for trying to quiz me and trip me up. And flat out called them out. And uh, like, what? No, that's not what I was doing. I was like, well, you just asked me this, but then you answered your own question right after I said it. So right. why are you, yeah. why'd you ask me in the first place? Does that yeah. make you feel good about yourself? Right, exactly. <laughs> and I won't lie. Like, Is your mommy going to tuck you in tonight? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I won't lie. I, I, there's a part of me, a pretty big part of me, much to... Mike Chagrin that gets <laughs> off on schooling these guys. Like I, when it's I, a fine balance, isn't it? Like in service oh, versus like yes, you know, a hundred percent. And I, 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 you know, the moment. So I usually bartend. Uh, so Friday or Saturday night, I'm usually with Thomas. Uh, Thomas is actually the bartender who trained me when I w- when I started out at Gamble and Whiskey House, and then we eventually dragged him over to the Scottish Arms. Uh, long after I left. He stuck it out for a while, but he uh, he came over with us. Sorry to all my gambling friends, but uh, I needed Thomas. He's too good. Um, <laughs> I love Thomas. But oh, he's wonderful. He's like the nicest man in the world. Yeah. Um, but you know, Thomas. It was great because like we got the band back together, and Thomas and I have actually talked about similar things when it comes to like usually when we close down on a Friday or Saturday night. Thomas wants to have a beer shot and a cigarette outside. We have deep conversations <laughs> into the wee hours of the morning about. It, like service industry stuff and work and life and whatnot. It's real charming. That's um, the key to a good relationship. I just wanted to interject there. Our biggest issue is that we talk about, both of us want to talk about work when we get home. Mm-hmm. And it like... Who's us? They don't know. Oh, Will. Will Pelly. <laughs> Chef Will Pelly. He's my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> uh, that's a That's been a weird relationship growing pain. Interjecting. Mm-hmm. Like talking to industry folk about industry is yeah. great. But bringing it home, that's been the biggest challenge yeah. for us as industry people. Well, yeah. The schedule's not a big deal because we're working at the same time. Right. We're both as busy as each other. We have a lot in common, but the bitching about work when you get home to work. I, actually, I never bitch. I'm just always too excited. I want to tell him everything that happened that night. And he's yeah. over it. Okay? Yeah. So I'm trying, babe. Yeah. I'm trying. Well, all three of us deal with that, too. Because, yeah, Nicole, like you're da- mm-hmm. here dating the GM. I'm sure. dating uh, Nick DiGiovanni, who runs bar program at Publico. Hi, um, Nikki Poo. Hi, Nick. <laughs> Hi, Ding Dong. <laughs> um, you know, and, like, I know we do that, too, and sometimes it's like, I just want to turn it off, but you can't. Oh, yeah. And that, that's why I appreciate that Thomas wants to sit down and talk at work. It never right. leaves that's, work. That's yeah. really wise. That's awesome. a great and even Even Michael sit down and join us, and it's mm-hmm. great. We bitch about it, and then we go home. But one of the things that Thomas and I have talked about, so, uh, you know, Thomas is... A, a, probably one of the best customer service bartenders I've ever met. He will always be able to put a smile on your face. Yeah. Um, Thomas is a beautiful, beautiful man, um, African-American, and he actually deals with a lot of the same stuff that mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And Thomas and I have talked about that, and he knows the moment a an old white man decides to start questioning me on uh, whiskey. 
and he immediately backs up and lets me deal with it. But Thomas has experienced some similar things. Like when he was at Gambling, this guy asked him a question about something and Thomas answered right away with complete confidence because Thomas knows his shit. And the guy's response was, would you look that up on Wikipedia, boy? <gasps> Jesus Literally Christ. used the word boy. So that is one of my absolute favorite things when Thomas and I are working together and somebody wants the bartender and they're looking between the black man and the woman. And we're both just like, Who's it gonna be? <laughs> Who's it gonna be? You're shit out of luck. No safe, no safety net with a white man with a beard and an apron behind the bar. You got us. Yeah. And then you know it. Then when they ask wow. us questions, it's like, who are you gonna believe? Can't turn a look at the uh, you know the uh, hipster ass looking curled mustache white boy behind the bar. You got that, us. That equals whiskey knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And that's 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 the shit of it. That's the bullshit of it. I know. And it's you know, I sit there and like like I said, I you know, I will absolutely admit my shortcomings when it comes to behind the bar. I will one hundred percent and I, I Naomi and I have talked about this before. I would love, love, love to spend even a week just like staging at her bar to like take some of her creativity, cocktail theory and technique uh with me just to learn from her because I truly do believe that Naomi's one of the top five bartenders in St. Louis. Um, she's extremely talented, extremely, extremely knowledgeable. And she just, it's a natural talent, honestly, like you have a natural talent and it's like, you you just know when some, like you, you have this sense about you, like, you know, what profiles go together, Mm -hmm. you know, how to work the cocktails, you know, how to weave them into, you know, like, like using goat cheese in a cocktail is so incredibly creative. And most people in the cocktail industry would not think to do that. Yeah. So that said, you know, <laughs> that was the recipe when she told me before we started working together. Sorry, again, interjection. She told me when she got off work because we lived close mm-hmm. to each other, and I actually cried, started crying as she was describing yes. it to me. So, <laughs> which is a little bit like me in general, but that, that one truly blew my mind. I was like, "What are you even talking about right now?" <laughs> that's, but that's that's the shit I'm talking about. And so you've got like, you know, now I'm no wait. Now where was I going with this shit? Sorry. No, you're, you're fine. You're I was I was mad. Oh, right. Shortcomings. Thank you. <laughs> I, had the, I had the backtrack. She's always <laughs> like, She's so helpful. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't forget about your shortcomings. So, you know, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have that level of creativity. Um, but I do know, I do know my whiskey and like, I specifically focus on single malts and rye. I know a lot about world whiskey. I know a lot about, you know, these things and to have somebody specifically, and I hate to keep saying old white man, but that usually is the stereotype of yeah, who questions yeah. us as women because we're, to them, we're young enough to be their daughter. Mm-hmm. Clearly they know more than us because they've lived longer. You know, we're just, we're probably behind that bar because we didn't finish school, which is in I most did. cases or not, we're not true. true. Or we're a pretty face. Or we're just a pretty face who doesn't know anything. Like, oh, she's cute, so she doesn't know shit. And the majority of the time, those are the guys that are are questioning me and I mean I'm like I don't I don't know en- enough about certain spirits that I would like to but I know what I'm talking about when it comes to whiskey I I write whiskey reviews for distiller like I I got mm. hired by distiller to they send me whiskey from around the world I get paid to talk about it that's it's like yeah and I hate that I have to basically brag about myself to gain any clout with right. these particular type right. this this subset of customers mm. I hate that I have to when I set a whiskey menu down, new customer, oh, you're interested in, in our whiskeys? Well, here's the whiskey menu. Here's the new and featured whiskey list. But just so you know, if you have any questions, whiskey is my specialty. I tried everything behind the bar and then some, and I'm actually faster than the list. So if you have an idea about, 
you know, what, what kind of flavor I? profile, no. please let me know and I can help you out probably better than going through the list. I have to say that whole sentence, but, you know, my boyfriend, Mike, he's been at the Scottish Arms since day one. I would say Mike is probably the only person at the Arms who knows more about whiskey than I do uh, as far as single malts and things go. I know yeah. more about American whiskey than him. And, and he'll readily admit that. But Mike knows stories behind distilleries and so on stuff that I don't know. And Mike can just set the whiskey list down and be like, well, here, if you have any questions, I got you covered. I feel like I have to give, a, like, a whole fucking spiel just to, yeah. to mm-hmm. psych, myself, psych myself up to them or whatever mm-hmm. and, you know, sell myself. That's what I was trying to sell mm-hmm. myself to them so they, they actually believe me. And I don't feel like women should have to do that, but yeah. I feel like we have to do that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you were saying, like, I'm the bartender. What can I help you with? Like, no, me. It's me, me. I know how to make drinks, too. You shouldn't have to do that mm-hmm. shit. It just... Well, I still, like, what reads, like, people will be like, oh, um, so what is the best cocktail on the menu? And I'm like, well, that's subjective. Well. Well, not to mention she created all mm-hmm. I did. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, like, I don't, I'm like, well, I, you know, I can tell you the ones we sell the most of, but I can tell you the ones that are more creative. Like, what are you looking for? You know, like, mm-hmm. I think it's all subjective. Like, and, and they just kind of, it's like, no, but what's the best cocktail on the menu? I'm like. All of them, and they just yeah. look at me. I'm like, I'm like, they're all mine, and they get sh- like, I, I see shocked faces yeah. sometimes. I'm like, they're like, you created all these. I'm like, yes, this is my bar program. Yeah, like we don't just pull <clears throat> cocktails and things from a yeah. book and slap them on a menu. Like, that's not. I got so pissed. Someone had to make yeah. these. <laughs> I got pissed one time. Not really. I mean, the the, the people were actually really cool, but um, I had briefly I had a, a male bartender with me and. He had some regulars come to see him, and so I let him take care of them, you know, and then they order drinks off the cocktail menu. And I went over, and I was like, hey, how are your cocktails? They're like, oh, man, they're great, but Matt always makes great drinks. And I was just like, well, yep, he is really good at following my recipes. <laughs> <laughs> and they just stopped, and, and I laughed. I was like, all right, Naomi, just calm down, calm down. Um, but, and then, like, they've come back, like, uh... He, he left, um, and, uh, which is why Becca now works for me, mm-hmm. and I love her, and I'm really excited about it. Um, There's just women everywhere. There's no escape. Yeah. Come to read so if you want. Yes. <laughs> An amazing experience. Yeah. <laughs> check your uh, chauvinism at the door. Yeah. yeah. Please. <laughs> Please to be not misogynistic. There's little Thank hooks right there. there. But yes. they, they've, come, they've, they've come back even when Matt hasn't been there. So, like, you know, it's... Yeah, but it's just, like, the, those little moments where you're just, like, okay, like, if I'm, I'm pretty sure if I was the guy, I'm pretty sure when Matt worked for me, people thought he was the bar manager. Yeah. I'm just because he's probably the male. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, you, I still get that, even when I'm working with Thomas and, like, a bunch of dude bros come in the bar, and I, man, I don't mean to be, like... I feel bad because we were talking about, like, don't be misogynistic. And here I'm, like, talking about dude bros and old women. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, like, I, I shouldn't, like, I want to build everybody up. But, you start dude but, bros. But you all knew exactly what type of group I meant when yes. I said dude bros. So, A flesh and t-shirts. I guess, mm-hmm, hats and the, yeah. And Big granted, I should say, like, if I said sorority girls, most yes. people wouldn't know what well, I mean. No. Even, though, so, yeah. even though that's not nice to say either, but you know what I mean. Um, they come in the bar, they see Thomas, and they see big, strong dude, like, oh, dude, bro, give me a gold light, and, like, they feel like they can identify with him more than me, and so they want to talk to him about booze, but, like, 
Thomas doesn't drink beer because he has a mild allergy, and so I know the beer better than Thomas does. I know the single malts better than Thomas does, but Thomas is, is more interested in American whiskeys. So, you know, it's, it's, there are certain things that he just, you know, he answers and they, they think that he knows he's the, like that he's probably the bar manager. He's the head yeah. bartender out of mm-hmm. the two of us or something. Some people, I've had people literally come up and be like, because, you know, I was taking care of these tables over here. Thomas was taking this, this group over here. Uh, people be like, where's Thomas? Like, well, he's just in the other room. What can I get for you? And they're like, well, I wanted to tip him. And I have to be like, well, we're the same person. We split all our money, so thank you for tipping both of us. Yeah. And, oh, oh, okay. And just, like, thinking, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a weird thing. The moment you have a man behind the bar with you, the whole dynamic changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two women, it's different. People just assume that one of you has to know something, right? They can't yeah. assume that both of you are vapid. I mean, I'm sure they can, but... <laughs> Not us two. <laughs> I'm, I'm too angry for people. I'm just too intimidating. I don't know. I... <laughs> No, I love I love when you I remember the first time that I met you there like mm-hmm. you were so much fun I was like Aww. oh I like her beep boop <laughs> well th- I just I just consider myself intimidating not just because of the way I look but also because deep <laughs> well, you know, you know, actually you look like really happy and easygoing which is pr- that is true but I there mean, are people who fly rainbow out hair that is true that is true shout out to Christina Cheeseman yeah right Christina, hey girl hair. I'll see you on Thursday that's what she said she oh I'm gonna be here on Thursday too Next Thursday? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, brand new on Friday. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, that's awesome. You should you should social media post about that. Come we see maybe should. Because um, <laughs> that doesn't, you know, work against everything we've no, been talking exactly. about. <laughs> but it shouldn't, and that's it shouldn't. the point. We can be happy about it. I can be happy about my sweet new hair. <laughs> hey, Nick, anyway. Nick's getting his hair cut at three. He, oh, he gets his done, like, like once a month. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah he's, he's zazzy. He, he is zazzy. zazzy. He really is. I watched the show about tennis shoes the other day, like the architecture of tennis shoes. Ooh. And I was like, I can't wait to talk to Nick about this. I bet That's he knows who so Tinker is and everything. Like, oh, whatever the guy, the Nike guy. That's, yeah. Yeah, he totally does. <laughs> He's so fancy. Um, but, you and know. And there's me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, to touch on, like, having two women behind the bar, I think yeah. it was interesting. So, Sion, mm-hmm. one of the ones that, yeah. that we wanted here today, um, she, you should all go see her at Parlor. She's the raddest. She's um, awesome. She's amazing. And she and I used to work together. And Sion has the most beautiful feminine voice, very lilting, very pleasant to the ear. Yeah. Um, it's very soft, but not not shy by any means. She just has this very pleasing voice. And I think a lot of men, and women too, but I think a lot of men in particular see that feminine voice as somebody they can walk over or kind of push around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sion is not one to necessarily <laughs> get into a fight across the bar she's very good at remembering customer service first like mm-hmm. I work for this place I represent this place not myself mm-hmm. and um, some probably a lot better than me um, <laughs> but there I mean I distinctly remember this time that Sion asked mm-hmm. me to take care of a male customer because he was making her very uncomfortable and I guess he had made some comment about she was um, we were pretty we were fairly slow that night and so she was the early in bartender so she was early out she was stocking and this guy asked, oh, are you leaving? She's like, well, yeah, you know, we're getting out of here early. You know, I'm getting out of here early because I came in first. Nicole's going to be closing. But don't worry, your tab's still going to carry over. You don't have to close out. And he's like, oh, no, I wasn't worried about that. I'm just going to miss watching you bend over. Oh, and I think, I, my God. Yeah. And she oh. immediately, like, straightened up, came and got me, and was like, can you take care of him for the rest of the... And I did, and I just basically glared at him and was very impolite not outwardly impolite, but just very curt with him for yeah. the rest of the evening. And I think he got the message because he closed out. 
but you know we had a situation like that not too long ago it was like really busy there was yeah. a waiting room like people were just standing the bar was full tables were full up and down and these guys came in and were sitting there with a young impressionable young man as well like two older guys and this young guy <laughs> and uh it was to both of us just offensive like mm. trying to order and then asking questions and like trying to touch us yeah and, like, i am at the point where like yeah we represent you know mm-hmm. reads like yeah. we can't just be like you know, if that you happened to be in public and I was off, off the yeah. clock, that would be a totally different right. scenario. But like, where is the line drawn? Like, you yeah. want you want to be professional, but at the same time, like, even our manager mentioned something about it. He was like, "I was ready to like, I didn't know what to do." Yeah, it was I, like it was like they were like being offensive to my sister. That's what I felt like. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I was ready to like, I don't know. <laughs> no, and that's it's funny because yeah. like we could probably fill an entire hour and a half. Right, like how do you stay professional? Though, talking about being professional in those situations because I've had I've had a guy flat out tell me that you just have the nicest tits and I would do anything to sleep with you. And I I I saw red. I flipped out. <laughs> it was also hilarious. It was also hilarious because I was wearing like a sports bra that day, so it was like super squished down and like yeah. a, like a high neck shirt. And I was like, what are you looking? What? But, <laughs> But I, I freaked out on him, and I told him he was fucking disgusting, and he needed to get out of my bar. Like, you may leave, you may leave, you may leave. He's like, what? That's a compliment. What? what happened? I'll never forget him. Alyssa walked around the corner, day manager at the arm. She walked around the corner to see me yelling at a customer, and he's like, what's happening? Then he says the line, what happened to the days when you could tell a woman nice tits, and she'd take it as a compliment? And I oh, went, <laughs> And I just sputtered out, those days never existed. Get the fuck out of my bar. All right. And it was just the most absurd thing in the world. And then on his way out, so his friend was trying to apologize. Then on his way out, the the guy who had said that tripped over a chair and apologized to the chair. And I yelled something like, what, you can apologize to a chair, but you can't apologize to me? Get up! <laughs> but I was, like, shaking afterwards. I mean, I was oh, physically yeah. shaking. I could, like, you know, Alyssa poured us shots to calm me down. Because, you know, that's what we do in the industry. Yeah. Right. And I, I, could barely, I could barely hold my glass. I was just, I was <clears throat> I was so shaken up. For, my adrenaline was pumping. But, again, we could, I'm sure you've got a similar, yeah. you know, similar stories uh-huh. to that. I actually, uh, it wasn't a guy who offended me, but it was a drunk guy outside of Liberty. Oh, that was the best story ever. <laughs> and there was, it was slow. And I'll make it quick because I know you got to go. Um, but, like, it was slow. And I just had a couple at the bar. And this drunk guy, like, it's daytime. It's brunch. And this guy is, like leering in the window and stuff and all of a sudden I hear bang 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 on the window and I'm like what the fuck and I look over and he's like screaming he's like I'm gonna fuck and I'm like what I looked at my cup I'm like what's going on he goes I have no idea and I was like at that point I I mean I'm not a morning person anyways I had it and I went out there and I lost my shit in him I was like I swear to fucking god if you go in front of that fucking window one more fucking time and call the fucking gods blah 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 like and, like, in his face next to a ballet guy. And I'm just like, yeah. And I went in. I'm all like, oh, oh, afterwards. <laughs> so they, they were laughing. And I go, I go, when they left, I'm like, uh, do, you, do you need me to walk you to your car? <laughs> <laughs> but then the guy actually came back, like, a week or so later with a buddy of his. And he goes, oh, man, are you the one that, like, saved their asses and, like, chewed out a guy? I'm like. Yeah, that was me. No big deal. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That wasn't yeah. the first time I kicked someone out. Oh, yeah. that but again, I feel like we could have a billion stories yeah. about that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story is don't be a shithead. Yeah. Don't In be general. misogynistic. 
know that your female bartenders, the women serving you, know what they're doing because they wouldn't be back there otherwise, especially right. when you go to a high-end bar. Like, yeah. you have to understand that you know, owners aren't in the business of losing money, and if they have put someone back there that they don't trust, they're going to lose money. Yeah. So I would take it a step further. I mean, we're in pretty, we're pretty lucky mm-hmm. from one together in our yeah. situations, but, like, I've worked at, you know, not-so-nice places. I've been to not-so-nice places. Mm-hmm. And the girls behind those bars deserve the same respect. Yeah, know? it yeah. doesn't matter. You know, one of my favorite bars to go to, and I, I, I know that I have to go, so I'll make this quick, and also I have to pee real bad. So, hey, there's that, there's that little bit of make audio sure for you. Make sure to sign a book in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, I go to DB's and Bar 101 pretty re- regularly because it's down the street from my house. They have cheap beers. The 101 has amazing wings. Uh, and and uh, or Sorry, DB's has amazing wings. Uh, bar 101 has great industry specials. Um Three dollar everything all the time, just so you guys know. What? Um, but DB's, it's it's a lingerie bar, so all the bartenders yeah. and servers they wear like they wear bras and underwear, mm-hmm. cute bustiers and stuff. I love going there to watch the women because they're allowed to say whatever they want to these men. Yeah, and I have seen it's an empowering thing it, versus a suppressive thing, right? And like yeah. these guys, they do get gross, but these women fire back real real fast, and they deserve the same amount of respect. As Naomi running her own bar program, mm-hmm. as you know, you as an up and coming bartender and or you know, a study, whatever you mm-hmm. want to refer to yourself as, you know, me as someone who loves whiskey, like uh, any woman in the industry deserves that respect. And we are not just, a, you know, a pair of tits to stare at, we, we have brains mm-hmm. up here, and yeah. it, it turns out that we just want people to know that, that we're the same as, as the next else. person. Yeah, yeah, like I just want you to. Like, not question me. Just don't fucking question me. If I say this is a thing, don't question me. I feel like, I mean, stereotypes are all over the place, and I know I do it too. I'm guilty of it. But, like, life would be so much better for everyone Mm -hmm. if we were just kind to everybody. Yeah, just be, what is it? (laughs) Be excellent to one another? Yes. Yes, (laughs) Truly. Like, don't question, or don't say, oh, you don't fit in this box I have of you in my brain, so you must not know, because I know everything. Because I've grown up in, yeah. Maybe you know, be humble. Maybe be humble for a second and just take not... someone at their their value. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Without like you know whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Fun. Yeah. The next half hour is going to feature Naomi Becca gets stupid. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's awesome. I'm gonna. That's where we are stopping today. You can catch the rest of the rest of this conversation two weeks from today on Friday, October twelfth. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. I would also like to encourage everyone to join our Patreon page, which you can find at patreon.com slash weeatstuff. There, you can become a sponsor of this podcast and all the work we do, and be rewarded with cool stuff. We appreciate your support. Please join us next week for another interview, but in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Cheers!